Welcome to the Sam Says Podcast. I'm Samantha Oldsfry, the CEO of the Illinois Association of Medicaid Health Plans, also known as IMHIP. In this podcast, we focus on all things surrounding the Illinois Medicaid Managed Care Program. I'm the Sam and Sam Says, and today I'm so excited to sit down with two of IMHIP's newest staffers, Trisha Rodriguez, our Director of Public Policy and Government Affairs, and Judith Ruiz Branch, Director of External Affairs. And, and I don't think it is enough to just say that there are newest team members, but these are two ladies that I am so excited to work with throughout this year that are really gonna be a part of bringing IMHIP's vision to reality and really strengthening the Medicaid program and focusing on members who Welcome, ladies, to Sam Says and to I'm Hip and to 2022. Thank you so much, Samantha, for having me on today. Happy New Year, everyone. I am so thrilled to be a part of this team, and I'm really looking forward to continuing to work with you both um, to improve health outcomes for Medicaid members. Thank you, Samantha. I am really excited to be here. It's kind of weird, though, as we progress through this conversation they'll probably understand why, but I'm usually on the other side. So thank you for allowing me into your space today. <laughs> oh, absolutely. And so to that end, Judith always helps us with sort of the behind the scenes podcast work here at Sam Says. She makes sure we follow all the rules and tries her best to make sure that we silence our phones and keep our dogs quiet. Sometimes she's more successful than others, but today we're pulling her more in front of the microphone um, to share, you know, some of her background and what we all hope to accomplish in 2022 as we sort of talk about our, our goals and, and background and um, all that we're doing today. And I think it's worth noting, I'm really excited uh, to be back from maternity leave. I took a, a little time away to welcome my newest, um, smallest family member. And I'm excited to introduce both of you guys to our listeners um, you've been here for a few months holding down the fort while I've been out and now I'm back. Um, and so I just want to sort of dive right on in to your background and, you know, why you are in the Medicaid space and what, I don't know, makes you excited about it because it's a, it's a tough world here in Medicaid policy. Um, and there's always so much to do but goodness, it can be so rewarding. So why don't we, Trisha? why don't you kind of dive right in and then I'll pivot over to Judith. Sounds good. Well, my journey within the Medicaid program actually started out at Carl Foundation Hospital where I was a government relations intern. And I actually met a wonderful person by the name of Melissa Black, who was a former uh, legislative staffer. She introduced me to what's called the Illinois Legislative Internship Program, or ILSIP, as some people like to call it. And that's kind of where I started. ILSIP is where I started my journey um, with the Illinois Senate Democratic Caucus. I started working on public health and Medicaid policy issues and really just developed a passion for working with this population. Um, there are a lot of various issues that come up. There are a lot of um, barriers that are specific to Medicaid members. And so it's really become a passion of mine um, to continue to serve this population. And before we move to Judith, I just want to say that I love, also love Melissa Black and that she taught me some of the first things I knew about Medicaid um, because she was a legislative staffer when I started um, serving as a legislative staffer in the house. So 
Melissa Black fan club over here. Well, I, I hope to meet Melissa Black soon or one day. Um, I wish I had the same background as you guys, but my introduction to the Medicaid space has been relatively new. I mean, I, I worked with you, Samantha, for um, outside of this and, you know, internally and I'm hip before for like a year or two. And I feel like that was a really, really good baseline and foundation to help me transition into this internal role. But I think for me, I have a heavy communications background, so journalism, public relations. Um, and I think the aspect that most excites me about working in the Medicaid healthcare space, especially in Illinois, is that I have like a personal history and background to like the Medicaid healthcare um, program in Illinois. But then also, it's just like I I've always liked to identify opportunities to tell the story. And I feel like there's a huge opportunity, especially when it comes to Medicaid um, in Illinois to like tell that story. I don't think people have, have gotten the right story yet. And that's not to say that, you know, the folks that we work with every day are not doing wonderful work and are not telling this story, but I think there's just so much opportunity to tell it more. And that's what I'm most excited about you know, in this year to come. And I think I love what you said there, Judith, because it's such a big, complicated story. And I think it moves away from sort of a lot of what we, you know, the myths about Medicaid and, and what, you know, who relies on Medicaid? What does Medicaid cover? Is, you know, what does it do um, for those who rely on it? And I think you know, Medicaid covers such a large number of people here in Illinois, and our program is so strong, and we innovate here. And, you know, we, I I find so often, especially for Illinoisans, we are always sort of like down on ourselves and sort of forget it to recognize the strengths of our state. Um, one of the most diverse states um, in the country and really a wonderful representation of our, our full country in terms of, you know, both urban and rural and, you know, just incredible diversity within our communities. But our Medicaid program is just, you know, it's one, it's one of the fifth largest programs in the country, serves today well over three, uh, three million people. I'm just throwing around billions lately, but just three million. Um, and it is a wonderful opportunity for collaboration from providers and health plans in the state. But I think to your point, Judith, like the biggest piece is that member and what it means for those individual lives and the story um, of their lives and how they rely on Medicaid and how it's there when maybe, you know, they're having a harder time than they'd hoped for and how it brings, you know, babies into this world and supports moms. I mean, Medicaid covers 50% of our births, a third of our children in the state of Illinois rely on it. So it really is woven into the fabric of our lives and our community. And I'm with you. I just don't think the full story of it, the beauty of it has been fully appreciated. Yeah. And I, I think there's like, I can't stress it enough. There's just so many opportunities and so many different ways to, when you come into a new space, with a perspective from communications, there's just so many different avenues in order to tell the story. And I think anyone who's listening and has any type of comms background, you know, we get excited. We geek out about this stuff, you know, like trying to figure out what's the best way to tell the story, right? And what's a better way? I don't know, just working at I'm Hip for these past few months and just seeing 
the the work of the plans and just how gratifying that work can be and like the mission and the why of why we all wake up every day. It's just, it always stems back to the member. And I think it's important to always keep that in mind because it can, you can get boggled down, right? There's politics and there's nuances and there's, you know, and it's not just specific to Illinois. This is everywhere. Right. But I think, um, like you said, the innovations that are taking place right now, I mean, just policy, Trisha, like with, you know, the new maternal health policies that are in place um, and that passed. And um, I mean, that's a huge deal, like covering doulas now, like, you know, the Medicaid program, that's, that's huge. Right. Um, So I just think there's just so many different ways to tell that story. And there's so many things going on that it's, it can be overwhelming because you're like, no, there, you know, I don't want to miss anything, but I think that is, um, that's an incredible opportunity. Yeah. And just the short period of time, three years that I was on legislative staff, a number of huge innovations took place, like the healthcare transformation program, which is very focused on healthcare collaborations that can kind of help better serve communities you also mentioned doulas and home visiting, which I think will be an excellent option um, for our Medicaid members who are expecting. And Trisha, I, I love that you come with at this from a slightly different perspective, but same passion as Judith, because I know you and I geek out on, on the policies itself and the implications and sort of what are other states doing? How do we compare? What You know, all of that as you, you know, you've been with us for a few months and as we sort of look at 2022 and the full year ahead of us, what are you most excited about? So Judith's excited about finding that story and telling the true story of Medicaid. What are you excited about from a public policy perspective? I think what I am really excited about and one of my favorite parts of the work that we do are some of our quality initiatives and how we are using the tools at our disposal to really drive quality in key areas. We are also working with a number of different organizations on value-based payment arrangements, like how can we continue to incentivize the kind of care that our Medicaid members deserve. Um, And that is kind of one of my ongoing passions is, you know, how can we continue to improve the program? Absolutely. And oh, you touched on a, a topic close to my heart that I know we are going to be talking about a lot and doing a lot of work on, which is, of course, our quality programs and initiatives. Um, for our listeners that don't know, that is really much like Trisha, sort of the, the area closest and, and nearest and dearest to my heart of sort of why I'm so passionate about Medicaid managed care and the work that we can do is really how do you align public policy Um, financial incentives um, to incentivize everybody involved, the providers, community-based organizations, the the health plans, and the state to move in the best interest of the Medicaid member and improve quality outcomes in healthcare, not for just an individual, but for sort of a public health impact. How do you do things like increase vaccinations? How do you do things like increase access to mammography, um, increase adherence to um, medications and diabetes medications, stuff like that um, is so exciting on how do you get the pieces of the puzzle in the exact right place to move everybody in the same direction so that we're all having a positive impact on people's lives. Um, And I think that 
You can do it in small scale ways through care coordination. And I know all three of us love talking with our care coordinators because they, they're just the most amazing people you will ever meet. And if you're ever having a bad day, call a Medicaid health plan care coordinator and just ask them to tell you what yesterday was like. I mean, just ask them to tell you who they talked with and what they did. And you will just be reminded of the amazing nature of humanity. I mean, these people are just amazing. So we all love that, but that's all on the individual you know, it's, it's closing the gaps of care for one member. It's getting transportation for another member. It's, it's making, um, the, the, it's regular people helping regular people sort of make it through life. And it's a, such a big impact on those individuals. But then when you take it a step further out on the quality program, it's like those making everyone as passionate, um, and moving in the same direction as those care coordinators so that you're improving um, the lives and quality of healthcare for an entire community, an entire zip code, an entire region, and hopefully an entire state. So there's so much fun. Yeah. And I love how you put it into perspective because it really is a holistic approach when you look at each member and you're not just focusing on, you know, maybe their immediate healthcare needs, but then you bring in social determinants of health and how the plans, um, and how, um, Medicaid managed care has really shifted into focusing more so on like the holistic picture of each member. And that is the thing I think I love the most about the program and why I love talking to care coordinators and why I love getting those member stories. It's really one of my favorite things to do. Absolutely. And I think it's, if if you've done the work and you've talked with these people, it's hard that it's, you know, anything but um, one of your favorite things. I mean, from a work perspective, it's just always so uplifting. Yeah. And I'm that person who like bugs the plans to tell me more stories. I'm that person. And I'm not, I'm sure they're like, but why? And I'm like, because you don't understand. These are like great stories. And like, you know, for someone who has a brain like mine, I just, I eat it up. It's so good. And everyone needs to know it. Everyone needs to hear these stories. I love, um, and Judith, when we were getting stories from one of the plans, their care coordinator was just, I mean, just story after story. It was just amazing. Um, and he said, well, I don't, I don't know what you mean. This is just sort of my every day. Like they just do this and they just change people's lives every day. And to them, it's so common that it becomes unremarkable. Yeah. And that in and of itself is so, so remarkable. So I hope to have more care coordinators on the podcast so that our listeners can hear more about like from these wonderful people. I hope to talk more with our clinicians on HEDIS, um, incentive programs, and what are we doing sort of from a, a larger scale, more providers talking with us about how innovation um, and partnership and collaboration looks like, because, you know, it, 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 this is never about one part of the industry. It's all of us. We have to do it together. And I'm often reminded of early on my first year in this role, I went to a in-person opening. Um, one of our health plans had a new office. And when we used to go places in person and they had an, an opening and a welcoming and uh, now Senator Feigenholz was there, but at the time she was representative Feigenholz and she gave some remarks and she said, you know, Medicaid really shouldn't be about the health plan or the provider or HFS. It should be about the member. It should be about the people. 
And that simple remark um, has stayed with me for the over eight years of, of that I've been here at I'm Hip. And it really is sort of my touchstone of such a simple reminder of why we're all here. It shouldn't be about I'm Hip. It shouldn't be about the health plans. It shouldn't be about the hospitals or the nursing homes um, or even the wonderful agency that is HFS. It should be about the people we're all here to serve. Um, and I, I think I don't know. I feel good about 2022. There's a lot of a lot before us, a lot of uncertainty. Um, things continue to be different. Um, but I'm so excited to have you guys on our team and to help further bring our vision um, into a reality. Yeah, and I'm excited by the team already that we we work with and all of the the various working parts and just working with the CEOs from the plans thus far that said sentiment has been brought up like at every meeting, like, okay, guys, yes, you know, logistics and, you know, but let's remember the members, right? Let's bring our focus back. And I think it's really refreshing to be able to work with a, a team of people who at the end of the day, we all do have the same passion and mission. Yeah. Medicaid's hard work. You don't stay here without a passion or without a mission. Yeah. Trisha, you have any final hopes for 2022? I am just so excited to be a part of this team. Like I feel very energized um, by the people that we're working with around us. Um, kind of similar to what Judith was saying, a similar passion for improving health outcomes, improving our healthcare system, which of course for Medicaid members can be extremely difficult to navigate and utilize. Um, so I'm just excited to continue working on tackling those barriers and just making access to care um, as easy as possible for, for our members. Yeah. And honestly, you know, before we go, I, you know, I, we can't like miss the big elephant in the room, which is COVID and how that's, you know, had an impact on right everything. But I think it's also created an incredible opportunity, especially within the Medicaid healthcare industry, because we have this opportunity to move forward and kind of not that our focal point wasn't on this, but wow, has COVID shed a light on so many issues, right? Ongoing that were there, but maybe we weren't paying attention so much to them. And so now we're capitalizing or we're, we're taking advantage of the opportunity before us to just really, really hone in on, okay, how can we even more improve, right, the, the program. Um, and when we talk about social determinants of health and equity, I mean, those are the things that excite me as well. So yes, it's been a very challenging time, but at the same time, we can definitely use the challenges and the lessons learned as we move forward. And I think that's really, um, that's exciting on my end. I was just going to say, I could not agree more. And I think Something amazing that has come out of this pandemic, too, is just way better data and tracking um, and actually being able to drill down into these communities and know what our Medicaid members need and be able to have the data to back that up. So that's something that I'm really excited about going into 2022 as well, continuing to build upon reporting efforts so that we can tailor our program um, to our members' needs. Absolutely. That is a 
lofty goal and, and plans for us in 2022. And we are excited that we will be able to update our listeners throughout the year on all that we're uh, working on, accomplishing, trying to overcome and trying to navigate. And I know that we will have Judith and Trisha back with us from time to time on all of their work. And ladies, thank you so much for joining me today on Sam Says, but more importantly on the I'm Hip team and for all of our listeners to learn more about what I'm Hip is doing and to listen to other interesting podcasts like this one. We encourage you to visit our website at imhip.net. And of course, don't forget to like and follow us on Facebook, LinkedIn, and Twitter. I'm Samantha Olds Fry, the Sam and Sam Says. Thanks for joining us. And until next time, be well and stay safe.